Hey guys, so right before this starts, I'm going to give another one of these little things. Um, huge spoilers for Luigi's Mansion, so if you want to play the game, highly recommend you do. Uh, go play it now, and then come back and listen to this podcast later. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Nintendo. Hey guys, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Ace Card Podcast. Now, I do want to say something here really quickly. Uh, my original plan was not to do Luigi's Mansion the as the fourth episode. I was actually planning to do it as a later episode, but I got really lazy, and I didn't do what I originally had planned for the fourth episode. My original plan for the fourth episode was to do uh, Partners in Time, Mario and Luigi Partners in Time for the DS. But I got lazy, and before you knew it, before I knew it, October hit, and I'm just like, oh, if I do Partners in Time, it's not going to fit with the theme. It's not going to fit with October, and how it's, like, spooky, you know? So I thought, you know, I'm going to do Luigi's Mansion, and Luigi's Mansion, that's a, that's a game I play a lot. I like the game. I usually give it a play every time around October. Uh, and I might do episode, I might do, not episode. I'm going to do uh, Luigi's Mansion 1, 2, and 3 for October episodes, depending on if I get around to it. I might want to do some other stuff, maybe Resident Evil 2, if I manage to beat that sometime soon. Um, but yeah, maybe there's some other things I would want to do for the October episodes. I'll have to think more about it when I get, when I cross that, you know, bridge, when I cross that. Anyway. Now that I got that out of the way, I just want to, you know, talk about Luigi's Mansion. Now, Luigi's Mansion, I say this for a lot of games, actually, but this is one of my favorites. Like, bar not, like, if I had to hold a competition, this would be up there in the top three or five. This would be in the top three, actually. I like this game a lot, and I honestly can't give you a 100% uh, answer as to why I like it. I just, it's just one of the games that, I think... I think I mainly have it, I like it a lot, mainly probably for memories, because this was one of the games that I think I was like, I, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't give you like a clear answer as to why I like the game. It probably has something to do with memories of just being, you know, young and playing the game at my cousin's house. It's probably just a lot of nostalgia, because this was one of, th th this was the most different game from any game I'd played. Like, I was, at that point in my age, sorry if you can hear the blanket, um, I was playing, like, the only games I had actually been introduced to were the happy, kind of bubbly kind of games, like, Plants vs. Zombies is not in that category, but I was in, like, I played, like, Plants vs. Zombies, and any, like, DS games there were, like, I played a lot of Mario, you know, all the happy, bubbly stuff, Mario Wii, Mario DS, Mario 64 DS, and, you know, then I come to find out that Luigi's Mansion is a thing, you know, Luigi, you know, the brother, the Mario brother, you know, and it was like a really, uh, I, now going back to it now, it's not a scary game, it's not like anything like spooky, but I mean, when I was young, I, I was pretty, you know, it was, 
it was it wasn't like anything I'd seen. You know, I didn't know games could take such a dark turn. You know, I think the closest thing I had to a dark turning game was um, uh, Bowser's Inside Story. And even then, I didn't like beat that until a long, until a long ways down the road. But I didn't know Luigi's Mansion was a game like this. There was games like Luigi's Mansion. Um, so when I played it for the first time, I can't tell you. I don't remember what it was like playing it for the first time. But I didn't own the GameCube, um, or the game. My cousins owned it, so I would go to their house to play the GameCube. That sounds pretty mean, and it, it is, I'm sure, but. You know, I still left hanging out with my cousins. Uh, but yeah, I, they, I loved their GameCube too. I loved that they, they had a Spongebob game. don't remember what it was called. They had Mario Kart Double Dash, and they had Luigi's Mansion. The one I would want to play the most is Luigi's Mansion. If, you were, if I were to get my cousins and ask them well, what was the one thing I wanted to do at their house more than anything, they would probably say, you wanted to play the GameCube. And I did. And I played the thing a lot. Um, I f beat it uh, a couple times at their house. And then I kind of like forgot about the game. Like for a long period of time, I didn't think about it. And then the sequel. And then I found out the game got a sequel. I was like, "Whoa, it got a sequel!" And I didn't play the sequel. I didn't play the sequel for a long time. I think I played that really recently. Actually, I played that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think I beat that in in like either last year or either two thousand eighteen. That was a, and that one came out in like two thousand thirteen, if I'm remembering correct correctly. That's crazy. It's crazy how I uh, hadn't beaten the sequel for a game that I'd loved a long time ago. Like, I had barely beaten it for the first time, like, a year or two ago. So, that's insane. That's crazy. Uh, the sequel, we'll talk about that in another episode. And then the third game came out. And when the third game came out, I really remembered the Luigi's Mansion franchise. And I was super pumped for the third game. Um... I'll do a review on the third game another time. I liked them. I liked them both, but um, if I had to compare them all in a thing, I think I would say, uh, I think I would put it in this order. I'd do one, three, and two. Uh, one is my favorite by far. The, 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 one is in a different category if I had to say anything like it. If I had to say, like, I would put one in its own thing. Like, one is so different compared to two and three. I don't know why. And they took a weird, not a weird direction, but they took a different approach to making these ones. These ones weren't as, like, creepy as the first game. So, yeah. So, that's the story of basically how I, you know, knew about Luigi's Mansion and why I like the game so much. I also like the game because, again, it's, like, a pretty... I was It was, like, the first kind of, like, spooky, dark game that I ever played. And, again, it's nostalgia, but, like, I think I also like it for the designs of the ghosts that you fight, you know, the story of it. Well, the story is pretty basic, but, you know, I kind of like it still. You know, I like Luigi. I like how Luigi also has a personality, like more of a fleshed out personality in this game. Like in the Mario Brother games, he's just, you know, he's Luigi. He's just Mario's brother in those games. But in this game, he's the cowardly yet brave brother who wants to save his brother that he loves you know and i like that that's pretty i like that i like how they do that with luigi so what is the game about i'll get into that in one second um yeah i like the game a lot and um 
I've actually made a kind of tradition to play it every October now. Every time October comes around, I have to at least give it a playthrough because it just fits the it just fits the season perfectly in my opinion. Um, the 3DS when the 3DS version was announced and was coming out, I was super excited. I didn't even care it was on the 3DS because it was still a game that I loved so much. And the day it came out, I picked it up, or maybe not picked it up. I mean, I I think I picked it up a little after it came out because of Amazon because I got it off Amazon and it had to take a while to ship, but. As soon as I got it, I tell you, man, I played through it, loved it, loved it so much. And I'm really close to 100%ing it. Uh, I still have to do one thing, and that is get the S rank in the game. And oh my gosh, it's hard, let me tell you. So to get the S rank in the 3DS version of the game, you have to, you have to get one, you have to get 150 million gold uh it's hard because you have to find every speedy spirit every golden mice uh practically get a platinum on every ghost so you can get all the pearls find all the treasure in them pretty not all the treasure but find a good majority like the, all the gems is something who's texting me no one sorry they yeah, find all the gems and what that and whatnot so yeah it's hard because you don't want to take too much damage because if you take too much damage you'll lose all your money so yeah I'm on the process of beating that now, and uh, it's going to be a slow process, but I'll put up with it because I still love playing through the game. Now, what is the game about exactly? So, Luigi, so the game starts with Luigi finding out that he won a mansion in a contest he didn't even enter. So, he decides to meet Mario there, and when he arrives at the mansion, he finds that Mario's nowhere to be seen, goes into the mansion... Gets spooked by ghosts, saved by Professor Egad, a new character in this game, a new character in the Mario universe, who's made some appearances here and there. He made an appearance in uh, Partners in Time, Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, he came in the second and third game. I can't think of... He had, he's had to appear in more. Oh, he's also appeared in Superstar Saga too. Oh, there has to be more, though. Really? Is that only... That's all I can think of, but I'm sure he's appeared in more. But anyway, he saves Luigi, and he tells Luigi that somebody similar to him, just wearing red, went into the mansion, but he never came out. But he also says that, you know, that mansion came out. That mansion appeared out of nowhere just a few days ago. So, yeah. So then Luigi agrees to... Or, uh, Egad is also missing his portrait collection, which is the ghosts in the mansion get into that in a second um so yeah luigi agrees to help egad get his portraits back and luigi i mean egad agrees to help luigi get mario back so egad gives him the gear and training to go fight ghosts so you go through the mansion fight the ghosts fight the portrait ghosts fight the boss ghosts you progress your way through the mansion and then at one point you get you unleash the booze now, if you know Mario, you know what the boos are. I'm, I would hope the boos are the little round ghosts with the stub arms and the big old tongue. Yeah, they're wild. They're, they're, they're those ghosts. So you unleash the boos in the mansion, and you also unleash King Boo, which is well self-explanatory because of his name, King Boo. So yeah, and I think it's revealed. I don't actually a hundred percent know how this was happening because you released the boos, but then. I think King Boo kidnapped Mario too, and I don't know how that how that works because he, he, King Boo was trapped. I don't know. I have to look more into that. 
I was looking into it, but I couldn't find anything. I don't know if I was looking hard enough, though. Mm. Anyways, so you do all that. You make your way through the mansion. You suck up all. You suck up all the ghosts. You get all the booze. You get all the treasure, and then you're at the final battle. And then there's all that. You save Mario. Woohoo! Now that seems like a very basic plot for a game that I like a lot, but I don't know. It goes into a little thing. You you got more to do with it, like the type the types of ghosts you run into. Like let me let me go through some of the let me go through the types of ghosts. You have the regular ghosts, you have the portrait ghosts, you have the booze and the boss ghosts. So with the regular ghosts, you have these are the basic kind of ghosts that appear in almost every room. Every dark room, you'll have to fight a couple of these to light it up. Um, I could probably... I'll miss a couple, but I can mostly name a lot of them. You have the Golden Ghost, you have the Purple Puncher, you have the Blue Twirler, you have the Grabber Ghost, you have Flash, you have the Speedy Spirit, you have the Gold Mice, you have the Mice, you have the Bats, you have the Ceiling Ghost, you have the, bomb, is it the Surprise Bomber, the Bowling Ghost... And uh, there's another one I'm missing. Oh, Flash, by the way, is just a recolored purple puncher. I'm missing an... Am I missing any? Let's see. Because I did. Oh, yeah, the trash can ghosts. The one that just eats bananas. Um, I think that's about it, actually. Oh, you have the shooting star ghosts, too. And then the flying fish ghosts. Yeah, I think that's all of them, actually. You have the they're different colored variants, like the red grabber ghost, the white grabber ghosts. Yeah, there's different variants. Um, these ghosts usually range from having about 10 to 40 health. So they're not too much of a hassle. In the Hidden Mansion, they're a lot. It's a lot worse because you'll have to deal with them. I'll go into depth what the Hidden Mansion is. Hopefully, you'll probably pick it up by the time I'm done explaining all of this. In the Hidden Mansion, there's a lot more of them to deal with, and they do have a lot more health. Usually, they have, like, five more health. So, yeah. So, that's basically it with, um, poor, that's basically it with the regular ghosts. The regular ghosts, I love, okay? I really wish they were to keep this kind of design. God, I really wish I could show you a picture of it, too. Um, but I really wish they had, like, they have the same design, where it's, like, ugly but it's like creepy and ugly but it's like not it doesn't inherently fit into the mario theme but it doesn't inherently not fit into the mario theme like at first glance if if you were to see a picture of a golden ghost or a picture of a blue twirler you would probably not and you didn't know about this game you'd probably not think that this has anything to do with mario but yeah I think that's what I like about it, too, because it's so different from any other Mario game at the time. Or any other Mario game in general, because the lighter, the later ones kind of go for the more kind of cuter... They seem more like they fit in the Mario universe, but these ones... they I don't know, they got this weird thing to them where it's like they don't really fit, but they're, they, they, they're cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like them a lot. Okay. And then you have the portrait ghosts. These are the portraits that Egad was talking about. So once you suck, once you defeat or suck up one of these ghosts, these are the ghosts that turn into portraits. And there's a couple. You have to fight a couple of these every area. Don't know. It's different for every area. Um, so you have to fight a couple of these for every area. And 
um, each to fight each one, it's different. It's not like you just stun them with the flashlight and then suck them up with your vacuum. There's usually a small puzzle to solve with fighting these ones. And I like that too. I like that how interesting that is. And this is something that they never brought back in the other games. No, they brought it in the third game. But there's something, again, the designs, they're more interesting than they are in the third games, if I'm being honest. They're, they're more mysterious in a way. Like, yeah, just Google, like, Portrait Ghosts Luigi's Mansion 1. You'll kind of see what I mean. Like, it doesn't seem like they fit in the Mario universe, but they're, they're interesting. They're, they're mysterious, you know? You wonder, like, whoa, what, 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 were, what were these guys, you know? <laughs> what, what, what did they do? Yeah. Um, yeah, point is, um, these ghosts have, like, 100 health. They're, like, mini-bosses. Um... Sometimes they'll be really easy to solve. Other times they'll be really hard. Uh, a good example of this is a really easy one is the butler, which really doesn't do damage to you. Uh, and then a hard one would be the clockwork soldiers. God, I hate the clockwork soldiers. So for the, I'm going to explain why I hate these guys so much. The clockwork soldiers are the worst because essentially what you have is I'm not going to go over all the portrait ghosts, just these ones, because I hate them so much. You, you have to suck up three of them. They're not three portrait ghosts. They're, they're one portrait ghost together, split up into three entities. And they don't all, they all have separate health. But the separate health is still 100 health. So, not only do you have to worry, so, and you can't be like, oh, okay, I'll just suck up one and worry about the other two. No, they're all after you. So if you suck up one, you still have the other two to worry about. And the other two will try and hurt you. <sighs> I hate it. It's such it's such a bullfight. I, and I'm so surprised that I actually managed to get platinum on one of them at one time. Because, God, it was hard. But yeah, I hate those guys. <laughs> um, what's another one I'm not a big fan of? Um... I don't know, the fights are just interesting too. They're more interesting than the regular ghosts and any other ghosts in the series. They're just interesting. Like, any ghost in this whole game is pretty interesting to think about and look at. Like, their designs and models are creepy, mysterious, and it makes you just want to look, see more similar to them. At least for me. That's about it for portrait ghosts. So yeah, when you defeat a portrait ghost, they turn into a portrait. And you get a portrait for the gallery. Go over the gallery in a minute. Um, and then in the mansion, they have 150 instead of 100 health. So, uh, for the 3DS in the mansion, they have 150. Um, now, there's the boss ghosts. The boss ghosts are... They're like... They're little... They're bosses for at the end of an area. So, you have... There's five... Ooh, actually, I don't know if I... I want to consider him as a boss ghost, actually. That's like a gauntlet run, though. I will consider it, though. So there's six. Let me count, actually. There's Chauncey, Bogmire, Bulosis. Wait. Yeah, Chauncey, Bogmire, Bulosis. Wait. Oh, God. That, yeah, that is the... It is Bulosis. And then... The... Uh, Van Gore, I think his name was. He's a Van. It's Van Gore. Van Gore and King Boot. Never mind. There's five. I don't know where I got six. So Chauncey is the first boss, 
and that's a baby who just kind of throws care shells. I should probably explain more what a boss ghost is. Yeah, the boss ghosts are like the boss, they're like big boss fights at the end of every area of the game. So you're making your way through the mansion, you fight a couple portrait ghosts, regular ghosts, and then you're at the end of one area. To progress onto the next area, you have to fight a boss ghost. So the boss ghosts, uh, like the portrait ghosts, have 120 health. But instead of having to solve a puzzle, or not 120, they just have 100 health. Instead of having to solve a puzzle to fight these guys, what you'll end up having to do is both kind of solve a puzzle to fight, uh, solve a small puzzle to get to suck them up, but you'll also have to dodge way more crazy attacks from them. Like for Chauncey, you have to dodge a bunch of cribs and balls she throws at you. Um, for Bogmar, he throws clones of himself at you. For Van, for Boo Losses, there's he's just a giant Boo that starts chasing after you. For Van Gore, you have to run. Oh, you have to make sure you get all the the ghosts. And then for King Boo, it's, uh, I'll go into King Boo in a minute. So let's go over the five of them. Chauncey is the easiest in the first one. So Chauncey is a big baby, literally, um, who will throw cribs at you, and she'll throw bouncy balls at you. And in order to, to fight her, when she throws the bouncy balls at you, you have to find out which one's a real one, suck up the real one, and then and then throw it back to her or him. I'm actually it's actually not confirmed whether it is a the baby is a boy or a girl. So you throw it back at them, at them, and uh, then you can suck them up. And a trick for this one is to make sure when you're sucking him up, you can't one cycle him. You can't get him in one suck. He will always break out. Uh, make sure if you want to do this fight really easily and you won't have to get to his second phase, you can just do this. You can suck him up, but make sure his health does not go under 50. It doesn't, it shouldn't, make sure his health is not 50 or under. If it's 50 or under, he will do his second phase. If you get it to 51 or 52, you can get him. If you get it to 51 or 52, he won't do his second phase. He'll continue doing the first phase. And if you get him again, you will get him in... You The, the lowest possible to get him is in two clean sucks. <laughs> so yeah, you can get him in two clean goes. And then that's about it for that one. That's not an entirely hard fight, especially if you know... You, you understand the patterns really quickly and how to dodge them all. Next is Boo Losses. Now, Boo Losses is an... No, not Boo Losses. Bogmire. Now, Bogmire is an interesting one. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but I'm going to continue to say it like this. Um, but Bogmire is an interesting one because it's not actually known what he... I'm pretty... It says in his description that he's an embodiment of the mansion's fears. Okay. It's weird. Like, if you... like. I'm sorry I can't show you this. You're going to have to just Google this on your own point. But just Google Bo Bo Bogmire Luigi's Mansion. And then look at it. It's weird. Because I have no idea what the heck it's supposed to be. If it's supposed to symbol... It, it symbolizes the fear of the mansion. Or of everybody who's lived in the mansion. Um, But I don't get what it's supposed to be based off. If it, like if it's supposed to be based off of something. Or if they just drew something creepy and like, yeah, that's, that's good. Throw it in. Um, yeah. So, simple fight with this one uh, is just, he throws clones at you, and when you see him on the, he'll throw, he'll transport you to an arena. All the boss ghosts actually do that, except for Van Gore, which is why he's probably not a boss ghost, but I'm going to label him on his anyway. I'm going to label him as one because he gives you an area key. 
So he transports you to an arena, and he'll spawn clones of himself, so you have to suck up the clones, which will turn into balls, and then you shoot the ball right back at him. And you find you shoot the ball at the real one, and then once he's gone, and then once he's all uh, confused, covered in the black, then you can suck him up. Really hard to explain without a visual thing. Sorry, uh, I gotta stop saying that. Um, so yeah, once that's done, I don't know if you can actually get him in one go. I don't think you can. Uh, because I've never done it, and I don't think I've ever seen people do it. I don't, you can probably get them in two. I don't, you can probably do it, but I don't, I know you can't get them in one. I don't know if you can get them in one. You can get them in two, though. I've done getting them in two. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty simple one. Because this is as basic as it gets with that one. That one's located in the graveyard. And Chauncey's located in the baby room. So yeah, the next one is Boo Losses. Now, boo losses is essentially a combination of, I think, 20 boos. So anyways, the 20 boos combined into one big old boo. And essentially, the gimmick here is uh, don't let him crush you. <laughs> it's just a big boo, and the worst attack he did, the only attack he does is just bounce around. On It just bounces around, so you got to watch out and hope that you don't get crushed. Now, to defeat him... Uh, in the arena, there are these unicorn statues, and you will need to have the ice element with you. I'll go into detail what those are in a minute, of what the ice, the elements are in a minute. So you need to have the ice element with you, and you'll have to fight. And so, you have to bring Bulasis, you have to force him to run into one of those unicorn statues, because the unicorn horn is sharp, and it'll pop him like a balloon. So once he pops, all the boos will come out. So then what you do is you shoot the ice element out at the booze when they're split up. So it'll freeze them, and then once they're frozen, you suck them up. God, this is one of my least favorite fights. This one can either take a short amount of time or a long amount of time. Because there's always that one or two stubborn booze who refuse to run into the ice. Like, please just run into it. I've been on that fight for 10 to 20 minutes sometimes. It hurts. <laughs> but yeah, that's a pretty simple fight, but a frustrating one. <sighs> All right, the next one, Van Gore. Van Gore is one I'm probably, like, I don't, he's not considered a boss, but I like to consider him a boss because he gives you a area key. All the bosses give you an area key which allows you to progress to the next area, except King Boo. Um, but yeah, Van Gore is weird because he doesn't do it like the, because his fight is a gauntlet. So he has paintings of all the, he has paintings of the regular ghosts. Oh my God. I actually forgot to, oh my God. I just realized I forgot to list another regular ghost. It was the shy guy ghost. I forgot to list that one. So, yeah, there's the shy guy ghost added to whatever I just said. So anyway, he has a he has a he has a uh, paintings of all the ghosts. He has the golden ghost, the blue twirler, the purple puncher, the ceiling surprise, the trash king ghost, the shy guy ghost, the grabber ghosts, and he, that's it. So he'll spawn 
so it's a gauntlet meaning that you'll have to go through those you'll have to go through those ghosts one at a time in order to get to him and once you get to him he's just like a portrait ghost you just stun him and suck him up it's not it's not an incredibly hard fight but it's one i like because i do like fighting the regular ghosts i know it's satisfying to fight a whole bunch of regular ghosts and get them all in one clean suck it's weird saying that but i don't care um yeah so he, that's an easy one he gives you the area key to go fight king boo now king boo the final boss of the game now let's go over let's have another quick spoiler warning spoiler warning here play the game if you don't want to know what the final boss is give you four seconds one two three four okay we're good here so King Boo, once you get to the final port, once you get to the room with King Boo in it, you'll find out, I don't, okay, so King Boo, this fight is pretty simple, but it's something you wouldn't expect, um, so he actually takes you into Mario's painting, but before he takes you into the painting, he actually turns Mario into Bowser, I think, I'm not actually sure, you'd have to see a video of it. But he turns, take my word for it, he turns Mario's painting into Bowser, and he goes into the painting, and Bowser sucks Luigi into the painting, where he's on the roof of the mansion, and now Luigi is forced to fight Bowser and King Boo with a vacuum cleaner. So this fight is pretty intense for a final battle, actually, especially if you're trying to do it on the hidden mansion mode, and you're trying to get a platinum, meaning you can't take more than 10 damage, Pretty much all of his attacks do more than 10 damage. So basically, you can't get hit once. God, it was frustrating. Thank you for asking. But I was so happy when I finally did it. <laughs> okay, so the basic of it is... Um, with King Bowser... To get to King Boo, you have to blow off Bowser's head. So, and to do that, Bowser will... Bowser has three or four attacks. Let me list them. He has four attacks. So Bowser has the one, he, Bowser can, he's five actually. So Bowser can throw spiky balls at you. Uh, he can blast fire. He can suck you up. He can uh, jump in the air and slam down. And he can like run at you. It's not really an attack, I know. But like it'll hurt you if you run into him. And he also has uh, an attack where when you... When King Boo goes back into his head, he'll put his head on backwards and he'll run around until he fixes his head. And then when King Boo is being sucked up, he'll spit ice at you. So that's seven instead of the five I just said. Okay, so the spike ball attack is the one you want to look out for because you have to find a spike ball. You have to suck the spike ball up and then you have to blow it out at him. So you shoot the spike ball back at him, which blows his head off releasing king boo so then you fight king boo like you would any boo i'll go over how to fight a boo after this fight <sighs> go over you fight king boo what do you want nothing sorry i should turn my phone on silent i'm gonna do that so you fight king boo uh that fight is not it's hard but it, like I said, with the plat if you want to get a platinum on it in the hidden mansion, you can't take any damage, and that's the hard that's the hardest part. 
but the idea of saying you have to shoot you have to shoot a spike ball back at his head and suck up King Boo, that's the easy part. Uh but it can sometimes take forever. It's a it's like the Boo losses fight. It can be fast, but it can take forever too. So yeah, that's a once you and the thing is King Boo has three hundred health. I should have mentioned this. He's the only well, not the only one, actually. He has a lot. He's 300 health in this fight. And you cannot by any, There's no way in hell you can get him in one. You can get him in two, actually. Which is surprising, because with 300 health, I would imagine you probably couldn't get him in two. But you can get him in two. Uh, you just have to be pretty lucky and right on your mark for that whole damage. So then. Now then. Let's talk about... Uh, let's finish this up. Let's finish up the King Boo fight. Sorry, I got off track. Lost my train of thought there. So yeah, you fight King Boo, you win the fight, you get his crown, and you save Mario. Go back to the, go back to the lab where Professor Egad takes Mario out of the portrait, and the game's over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So yeah. That's all the boss ghosts there are. I went off and listed those ones uh, as best as I could. Um, yeah, those ones are pretty fun, but they're pretty frustrating too. Like Boo losses and King Boo are probably the most frustrating out of the bunch. Now, let's get to one of my least favorite boss, or not one of my least favorite types of ghosts. The Boos. Oh my lord, I hate the Boos. Not because I hate Boo Losses. Boo Losses' fight is way different from collecting the other Boos. So in total, there's 50 Boos in the game. You don't have to get 50 to beat the game. You need how you have to get 40. And fighting, and you know, if you do the Boo Losses fight, you're guaranteed to get 20. I think. I think it is 20 in that fight. But you need 20 Boos. And the beginning of the game's Boos, they're fine. They're nothing. They got like... 20 health each. But the thing is, they're different than any ghost. Uh, they can, they have to find them in furniture. So you have to bang a bunch of pieces of furniture to find out what they're in. You have a little detector that tells you if you're close or not. It's like a game of hot or cold, you know? Um, but these boos are different in terms of you don't stun them and then suck them up. You actually just continuously suck them up. And they're not trapped in the, they're not trapped in the vacuum's airflow. You, they can actually move away, so you have to kind of be... So you have to essentially just keep the vacuum on them and walk where they walk. And sometimes, it can be frustrating too because they can go through walls and they can go through other rooms, meaning you'll have to go through the next... So if they go through the wall, you have to go to the room that they're in and then continue to fight them and then get them there. Alright, but that's not a problem at the beginning couple boos because they have like 20 health. It becomes a problem if you're going to 4 all 50. Why would you go for all 50? Well, I'll mention that in just a second. The later half of the game's boos get to ridiculously insanity-inducing levels of health. The later game boos can go up to 250 health. And like I said, they're not, they're not like the other ghosts. You have to keep your vacuum on them. The game will automatically keep the vacuum. You have to manually point your vacuum at them. 
and they'll drain health, but they can move not freely. Like they don't move around, but they'll, they'll sort of stay in place, but they'll start to move every once in a while. And this is the bad part. At that point in the game, when they get to 200 health, you will have, you will most likely have to go in between the rooms over and over and over again because they keep going between rooms and it's frustrating and annoying because there's like 10 boos in the game that do this and by god it's annoying and if you don't and if a boo goes into a room you haven't unlocked yet good luck you're gonna have to wait until you both get the key to that room and clear that room get the boo that was already in that room and then get that boo that would just went in there yeah so why would you want to get all 50 boos you only need 40 to beat the game. So why would you want to go for all 50? Well, if you go for all 50, you get a gold diamond. There's only two gold diamonds in the entire game. One gold diamond, you you get one of the gold diamonds from watering a plant throughout each part of the game. So you go from the second area, you water the plant. So from the second area, outside, you water a plant and then beat and then beat Bogmire, go back to that plant, water it again, and then at the final point in the game, after Boo losses, go back to that plant for the final time, water it again, and it'll give you a gold diamond. I like that plant a lot. Now, why would you want the gold diamonds? Well, because you want a good rank, don't you? And the gold diamonds are practically crucial to get a good rank in the game. Because they are worth 20 million gold each. Now, it adds up, I'm pretty sure here. Gold diamond. Sorry. You can hear the keys. Gold Diamond. Luigi's Mansion. I'm pretty sure they're 20 million. Yes, they're 20 million gold. These are crucial to get. Because this is four. Because that's like 4,000 coins. Which is crazy. This that's four thousand coins or red diamonds. Red diamonds are pretty sure are worth. How much are red diamonds worth? I don't know. Yeah, point is, uh, four thousand coins is equivalent to one of these things, which is crazy. Because you don't come across four thousand coins like that. Uh, so these things are pretty helpful because getting both of these in the run will get you to forty thousand. And that's like almost halfway. That's almost halfway to getting an A rank. So, I kind of might want to get those. You know? You know? <sighs> but yeah. Boos are my least favorite, mainly because you have to go through all that. They can go between rooms, and they're not like the other ghosts when sucking them up. But the interesting thing, the cool thing is they actually do have hidden... They do have clever names, which are just puns on the word boo. Like, boolicious... Uh, there's a binary one. <laughs> there's a there's a boo's name that's just binary for boo, uh, and uh, I can't game boo like the game boo horror or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. But yeah, they got funny pun. They got punny names, you know. Now music in this game. Music is a big thing that I want to go over about every game I like. The music in this game is cool. It's catchy. It's nice. You know, you get the hallways theme. You know, that's a good one. 
play a little bit of that right now. That's like the main theme of the game. Take that. Here you go, right now. got like the you know the exterior the, like the outside of the mansion here's that one one of my favorites egad's lab oh let can we play that one got like a nice little easter egg you got an actually you got a nice little easter egg in one of the in, in one of the songs in luigi's mansion if you sit at the control screen when you're training if you sit at the control screen for three minutes it'll start to play this Point is, the music's really good in this game, honestly. I like it a lot. 
Uh, I listened. Uh, this is this is. I listened to mainly those four because they're pretty catchy. Um, uh, the music it the music works and it really sets up the atmosphere to the game too. Like it sets up this dark, eerie and spooky tone. Yeah. Now another thing that I want to gloss over. Uh, I wouldn't really gloss over this with any other game, but this one's just, with this game, it has such an interesting history and, like, beta to it. So I'm gonna go over, like I just said, I'm gonna go over the beta a little bit. I'm gonna touch over it just a, just a smidge. So, it seemed like the beta was actually going to be a lot creepier of a version of the game. So there were actually some very, very, there were some really early versions of the ghosts that looked uglier and more even more out of place than the regular ones already do look like and personally i don't hate these models but i'm glad we got the ones that we have now and then you had the boos were going to be completely different the boos were actually going to act more like flying fish they were going to act more like flying fishes and i don't think you would have collected them like you do now um, another interesting thing was the coins, instead of there being multiple, like, currency, instead of there being multiple currency things, like diamonds, gems, um, coins, dollars, uh, gold bars, there were just coins. So that was pretty interesting. The health meter was, like, <laughs> it was the same thing, except it had a 100% out of 100 in health, and sometimes, if so, sometimes you couldn't gain any more health if the slash was so if you had a hundred health uh, out of a hundred health you could have a hundred health out of a hundred health but if it was like 50 health out of a 50 health you couldn't go higher than what was on the other side of that health thing it doesn't make sense i don't know uh yeah and then a really really interesting thing about this game was the unused sounds that were found in the game's code now i'm just gonna play these i'm gonna play these these were creepy my logical theory is that these were probably just test hold these were just you know placeholders or test sounds to see but i don't think anybody really knows what these were used for that's my logic but it seems like this was even a stretch too here this here's them all. It's gonna go in this order. It's gonna be this is the names of them, by the way. It's gonna be female voice, whizzing noise, drumbeat, space room, and I don't remember what the other one was called. Take a listen. It's pretty creepy, if I'm being honest. And I have no idea what these were going to be used for. No, I don't think anybody really knows what these were going to be used for. Yeah. So, I think I should probably go over the main... The, the, the main key element of playing the game. 
the gameplay. So it's fairly simple. You can walk around the mansion. The A button is the most important button because when you press the A button, Luigi will yell for Mario. It's a completely useless thing, but I actually really like it. The reason it was added was because, uh, yeah, I think it was Miyamoto who requested them doing that because he wanted to make sure that the player knew that Luigi was there to look for Mario. So that's pretty cool, but it's not entirely useful. But I like it. And it's been a feature in every one. It's been a feature in all of the games. So it's pretty cool. And then you have the vacuum, the Poltergeist 3000, and a flashlight. The Poltergeist, so to stun and capture ghosts, you all you have to do to capture the regular ghosts, you have to stun them with your flashlight and then quickly suck them up. In the 3DS version, it's interesting because they actually added the straw bulb. The, the straw bulb? They added the straw bulb from the, from the later games, like 2 and 3. So the straw bulb is you have to charge up the flashlight in order to do a big burst of light instead of just pointing your light at them. You charge it up, and the longer you charge it, the, the brighter the light will get and the more ghosts that it could affect. Playing with the straw bulb in the first game is really hard because I don't think these ghosts were meant to uh, be stunned. They weren't meant how they weren't programmed like how the other ones were to use the straw bulb. The straw bulb. In the second and third game, when you stun a ghost with a straw bulb, you were given a pretty lenient window of time, like two to three seconds, to suck them up. In the first game, when you stun them with the straw bulb, you're given like one to a half a second. You're given like, yeah, you're given one to a half a second to suck them up. So as soon as you stun them, you got to be quick and push the, L, you have to push the shoulder button to suck them up. Or the trigger if you're playing on the GameCube. But unfortunately, the GameCube doesn't have the struggle effect. So play the 3DS version. It may be uncomfortable to play for long periods of time, but I like it, dang it. So yeah, it's simple. And like I mentioned, to fight portrait ghosts, you have to find, you have to solve a small little puzzle. And to fight boss ghosts, uh, dodge attacks puzzle suck them up stun them and then for the booze don't stun them you just suck them up so yeah that's as simple as it gets with that but then earlier in the thing i mentioned two things water and ice how does luigi get these uh he actually finds elemental nozzles throughout the game well not nozzles he finds these elemental badges which allow him to shoot fire water and ice from the poltergeist 3000 in order to do this, he actually has to suck up these small little ghosts that come from fire, water, or ice sources. So, uh, if he sucks up a fire spirit, that's what I'm gonna call him. If he sucks up a fire spirit, he will shoot fire. He'll be able to shoot fire by using the other shoulder button. If he sucks up an ice spirit, he'll be able to shoot ice. If he sucks up the water spirit, he'll be able to shoot water. So, you suck up a water spirit, you water the plant. You suck up an ice spirit, you freeze the booze. It's as simple as it gets with those. There's not a lot of things. I mentioned some cool puzzles in the game, like in the space or the observatory. You actually have to shoot a flying star ghost at the moon, destroying it to find one of Mario's items. Uh, that's another thing I should mention. Uh, at one point in the game, you actually have to go on a quest to find five of Mario's lost items. A shoe, a glove, a hat, a letter, and a star. 
give those to a ghost. Tells you where Mario could be hiding. And then that's about it. The game's pretty short. You could beat it in literally three hours. Uh, not uh, Here's another quick little fact. Not all portrait ghosts are required. Some of them are optional. If you beat the optional ones, they'll give you treasure and more money. Uh, but let's go over the hidden mansion and the differences between the 3DS and the GameCube version. Uh, we should go over those first. We'll just go over the hidden mansion first. So the hidden mansion is a mode you get from the from beating the game. You get a hidden mansion. In the GameCube version, there almost is virtually no difference. At least in the North American and Japanese release, I'm pretty sure. They're virtually the same mansion with the same ghosts. According to the wiki, there actually is a small difference. It says the the ghosts are much stronger and harder to suck up, but the poltergeist is also stronger and sucks up ghosts better. So having two of those stats kind of cancel each other out. And this, like I said, was only in the North American and Japanese release. In the POW release of the game, the European and all that, it was much different. And in my opinion, it's probably the definitive edition, the definitive edition to play the Hidden Mansion on the GameCube. In the POW version, the ghosts are stronger, and I believe they have more health. But the speedy spirits are also in different locations, like the 3DS version. And the entire mansion is mirrored, which... I'm shocked and sad that I've not played this mode yet. I have to get a po I have to get a copy of the power version and play this mode. Holy lord, this sounds like so much fun. In the 3DS version of the Hidden Mansion, the ghosts have more health. Portrait ghosts have 50 more health. Boss ghosts have 50 more health, each totaling to 150 health per portrait and boss ghost. Um the regular ghosts have like 5 more HP, like golden ghosts have 15, blue twirlers have 40, purple punchers have 25, I'm pretty sure. It's all, it's, I'm trying to go off the top of my head, but those could be wrong. And then you have the boos, oh god, the boos, as if they weren't hard enough to deal with later in the game. I think later game versions actually give the health, actually the later game versions can actually get up to 300 to 400 health. And I think King Boo actually has 500 health. I don't remember. I might actually have... He either has 500 health or 450 health. Going off the top of my head. So that's the differences between the Hidden Mansions. And the Hidden Mansion is fun on the PAL version and the 3DS version. So what's the differences in the two, the GameCube version and the 3DS version? Well, I kind of listed all over a lot of them. Like, the Hidden Mansion is much more different. The Stroll Bulb is in the 3DS version. I'm not in the GameCube version. Um, the gallery is pretty different. No, the gallery is completely different from the, fir from the GameCube and the 3DS Mansion. Um, the gallery is a place where you go and look at the portrait ghosts you've sucked up. Uh, there's a platinum version of every portrait ghost now. So instead of just being bronze, silver, and gold, depending on how well you do, if you go in the Hidden Mansion and get them in one go, you get a platinum. Um, there's a boss rush mode you can do with a friend, although uh, I would why I would recommend not doing that. I would recommend not playing the co-op Luigi's Mansion in general. Let me explain why. 
yes, the 3DS version did get a co-op mode for Luigi's Mansion. Here's why I do not recommend playing it. It is ungodly laggy. No matter what you do, you turn off the 3D, you turn off the setting, you, you don't... You can't do a lot. If you turn off the 3D, it's still incredibly slow. That's the only reason I have against it, though. Other than that, I think if this was ported on the Switch, it could have been an awesome idea. I think a reason it was ported to the 3DS is because I think it had something to do with the main game wanting... I think it had something with the developer wanting to do the original Luigi's Mansion in 3D for the GameCube, but that never came to fruition. So that's why they maybe ported it on the 3DS, because they could finally do Luigi's Mansion in 3D. Um, but I don't have 100% clarification. But yeah. The multiplayer, the, the campaign multiplayer isn't great. Neither is the download play multiplayer that great. They're both really slow. If you were to play a multiplayer mode, I'd recommend playing the download play, because you don't have to buy, because you're only going through one painting at a time. Yeah, there's a co-op mode in the 3DS version. Um, you know, the Hidden Mansion's different. But yeah, there's not a lot of differences. Um, there's the whole the whole co-op co mode of the 3DS version actually references the second game, which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, that's about it. I should probably mention what Speedy Spirits and Gold Mice are because they're kind of the only ghosts I didn't go over. Speedy spirits are ghosts that hide in furniture like booze, but you can only find these ones in the dark. And so, and uh, if you find one in the furniture, they'll pop out and they'll move incredibly fast. You want to be careful with these. If you get them, if you stun them and grab them, they will drop loads of money. And this money is really crucial to beating the game with an S rank. If you stun them and they disappear, they will not come back. In order to get them back, you have to completely leave the game and make sure and make sure you were saved before you went into that room. So, if you're going for an S rank on the 3DS version, I would recommend deeply saving after every single room. Also, I did mention this, but I'm going to mention it again. The Speedy Spirits in the Hidden Mansion mode for the POW and the 3DS change locations from the normal mansion, so be sure to look that up and where they are. Be sure to find out where they are before you go on your adventure. Uh, gold Mice are uh, similar to Speedy Spirits in the vein, but they're not like Speedy Spirits in that you only get one shot to catch them. If you don't, If you don't catch them, you can just leave the room and enter, I'm pretty sure. For gold mice, to find gold mice, they don't come in furniture. You actually have to find pieces of cheese in certain rooms, and in other certain rooms, they'll actually come at random. Uh, so you'll have to keep entering. There's this one part where golden mice is random, and I freaking hate it. It's the hidden room. And then to get into the hidden room, you have to go all the way to the roof and down the chimney once you get down the chimney and the golden mice didn't spawn you have to go through the mirror which takes you back to the lobby go from the lobby all the way back to the roof down the chimney and hope you get the golden mice my god this can take a while 
there's so many tedious things about this game that I like that I hate, but I still love the game at the end of the day. One of my favorite parts of the entire game is a blackout. When this happens, this happens right after you fight. This happens after you fight Velocis and you're about to go to the third area. When you're about to go to the third area, a lot of lightning hits the mansion, causing every room you were in that you lit up to go dark. The power is gone. And what happens is cool. Because ghosts spawn like bananas. And I love it. I have no idea why, but I love catching I love catching ghosts, especially especially during the blackout. Because once in a blackout, you can manage to grab so many ghosts. And when you manage to get a lot of ghosts, it's so satisfying, let me tell you. So yeah, that's my favorite part. Uh, there's certain speedy spirits only available in the blackout, so remember to keep a look at those. I think I've mentioned practically everything about this game that I can think of off the top of my head and that I don't have written on my notes. Yeah, um, so let's kind of conclude this up. In conclusion, I really, really do like this game. I give it a play pretty much every October because it really fits, because it's really kind of a nice spooky game that's not really spooky uh, to just kind of, you know, play and have fun with. Uh, I didn't mention this, actually. There's uh, achievements in the 3DS game. And getting all of the achievements is beyond uh, time-consuming, but it's fun. And that's what I'm doing, just trying to get the S rank. But yeah. Uh, what is Do I recommend 100%ing the game like I'm doing? Not unless you're a huge fan like me. Uh, if you're a huge fan, go for it. But if you just want to give it a casual playthrough, definitely go for that. I 100% recommend this to a person who wants to just give the game a casual playthrough. For a casual playthrough, it's pretty much three hours. It's a short game. It's a short and sweet game. I like it a lot. So, yeah. Give this game a play. I love the designs of all the ghosts. Play it on the GameCube or the 3DS version. Either one is really great, in my opinion. And uh, that's about it. See you all in the next episode, whenever that may be. Whatever that may be. Maybe it's going to be Luigi's Mansion 2. I don't know. We'll see. And thank you all for listening to this episode of the Ace Card Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye.